0: I I don't O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpochah. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, December 27th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the Biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the Feast, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayera, and it means, And I Approved. Exodus 6, 14-28 the following are the heads of their respective clans. The sons of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, Enoch and Palu, hezron and Carmi. Those are the families of Reuben. The sons of Shimon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jakin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. Those are the families of Shimon. These are the names of Levi's sons by their lineage. Gershon, Kihat, and Merari, and the span of Levi's life was 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni, and Shimi, by their families. The sons of Kihat, Amran, Izhar, Chevron, and Uziel, and the span of Kihat's life was 133 years. The sons of Merari, Mali, and Mushi, these are the families of the Leviim, by their lineage. Amram took to wife his father's sister, Jochebed, and she bore him Aaron and Moses, and the span of Amram's life was 137 years, the sons of Ishar, Korak, Nepheg, and Zikri. the sons of Uziel, Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sithri. Aaron took to wife Elisheva, the daughter of Aminadab, and the sister of Nashon, and she bore him Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Itamar. The sons of Korach, Asir, Elkanah, Abiasaf, those of the families of the Korahites. And Aaron's son, Eleazar, took to wife one of Putiel's daughters, and she bore him Pinchas. Those are the heads of the fathers' houses of the Leviim by their families. It is the same Aaron of Moses to whom Hashem said, Bring forth the Israelites from the land of Egypt, troop by troop. It was they who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to free the Israelites from the Egyptians. These are the same Moses and Aaron. For when Hashem spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, and Hashem said to Moses, "I am Hashem," speak to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I will tell you. Zechariah 10:1 to 11:17. Ask Hashem for rain in the season of late rain. It is Hashem who causes storms, and He will provide rainstorms for them. Grass in the fields for everyone. For the teraphim spoke delusion, the augurs predicted falsely, and dreamers speak lies and console with illusions. That is why my people have strayed like a flock. They suffer for lack of a shepherd. My anger is roused against the shepherds, and I will punish the he-goats. For Yahweh Savayot, the Lord of Hosts, has taken thought in behalf of his flock, the house of Yehudah. He will make them like majestic chargers in battle. From them shall come cornerstones, from them tent pegs, from them bows of combat, and every captain shall also arise from them. And together they shall be like warriors in battle trampling in the dirt of the streets. They shall fight, for Hashem shall be with them, and they shall put horsemen to shame. I will give victory to the house of Yehuda, and triumph to the house of Yosef. I will restore them, for I have pardoned them, and they shall be as though I had never disowned them, for I, Hashem, am their God, and I will answer their prayers. Ephraim shall be like a warrior, and they shall exult as with wine. Their children shall see it and rejoice. They shall exult in HaShem. I will whistle to them and gather them, for I will redeem them. They shall increase and continue increasing. For though I sowed them among the nations in the distant places, they shall remember me. They shall escape with their children and shall return. I will bring them back from the land of Egypt And gather them from Assyria, and I will bring them to the lands of Gilead and Lebanon, and even they shall not suffice for them. A hemmed in force shall pass over the sea, and shall stir up waves in the sea, and all the deeps of the Nile shall dry up. Down shall come the pride of Assyria, and the scepter of Egypt shall pass away. But I will make them mighty through HaShem, and they shall march proudly in His name, declares HaShem. Throw open your gates, O Lebanon, and let fire consume your cedars. Howl, cypresses, for cedars have fallen. How the mighty are ravaged! Howl, you oaks of Bashan, for the stately forest is laid low. Hark! The wailing of the shepherds, for their rich pastures are ravaged. Hark! the roaring of the great beasts, for the jungle of the Jordan is ravaged. Thus said my God HaShem, Tend the sheep meant for slaughter, whose buyers will slaughter them with impunity, whose seller will say, Praised be HaShem, I'll get rich, and whose shepherd will not pity them. For I will pity the inhabitants of the land no more, declares HaShem, but I will place every man at the mercy Of every other man and at the mercy of his king they shall break the country to bits and I will not rescue it from their hands so I tended the sheep meant for slaughter for those poor men of the sheep I got two staffs one of which I named favor and the other unity and I proceeded to tend the sheep but I lost the three shepherds in one month Then my patience with them was at an end, and they in turn were disgusted with me. So I declared, I am not going to tend you. Let the one that is to die, die, and the one that is to get lost, get lost. And let the rest devour each other's flesh. Taking my staff favor, I cleft it in two, so as to annul the covenant I had made with all the peoples. And when it was annulled that day... The same poor men of the sheep, who watched me, realized that it was a message from Hashem. Then I said to them, If you are satisfied, pay me my wages. If not, don't. So they weighed out my wages, thirty shekels of silver, the noble sum that I was worth in their estimation. Hashem said to me, Deposit it in the treasury. And I took the thirty shekels and deposited it in the treasury in the house of Hashem. Then I cleft into my second staff unity in order to annul the brotherhood between Yehuda and Israel. Hashem said to me further, Get yourself the gear of a foolish shepherd, for I am going to raise up in the land a shepherd who will neither miss the lost sheep, nor seek the strayed, nor heal the injured, nor sustain the frail, but will feast on the flesh of the fat ones and tear off their hoofs. O oh, the worthless shepherd who abandons the flock, let a sword descend upon his arm and upon his right eye, his arm shall shrivel up, his right eye shall go blind revelation eighteen one to twenty four And after these things, I, John, saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory, and he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine, of the wrath, of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven, saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her her double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled, filled her double. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously! So much torment and sorrow give her! For she says in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. And the kings of the earth, who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her, shall bewail her and lament for her, when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon that mighty city, for in one hour is your judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buys their merchandise any more, the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all thine wood and all manner vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and odours and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men and the fruits that your soul lusted after are departed from you and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from you and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping, and wailing. And saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour so great riches has come to not. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning saying what city is like unto this great city and they cast dust on their heads and cried weeping and wailing saying alas alas that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness, for in one hour is she made desolate. Rejoice over her, you heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone, and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in you, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in you, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in you. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. Psalm 146, 1-10 to Praise ye the Lord, Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goes forth. He returns to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth the sea, and all that therein is, which keeps truth forever, which executes judgment for the oppressed, which gives food to the hungry. The Lord looses the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises them that are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord preserves the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and the widow, but the way of the wicked he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever even your God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord! Proverbs thirty, thirty-three. Surely the churning of milk brings forth butter and the ringing of the nose brings forth blood, so the forcing of wrath brings forth strife. I'd like to speak to you from Zechariah, and then we're going to jump into Revelation chapter 18. And in Zechariah chapter 11, let's start in verse 6. For I will pity the inhabitants of the land no more, declares Hashem, but I will place every man at the mercy of every other man and at the mercy of his king. They shall break the country to bits, and I will not rescue it from their hands. So I tended the sheep meant for slaughter. For those poor men of the sheep, I got two staffs, one of which I named favor, and the other unity, and I proceeded to tend the sheep. Jumping down to verse 14, Then I cleft in two my second staff, unity, in order to annul the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. The Israel Bible commentary to verse 7 reads as follows, one of which I named favor and the other unity. The prophet is also is asked to act as a shepherd to his people since the previous shepherds had neglected them and were dismissed. In order to guide the flock, the shepherd must carry two staffs. One staff is named Noam, meaning favor, and the second staff is named Chavlim, meaning unity. The word Chavlim refers to something that ties two items together and is a metaphor for unity. These staffs represent the characteristics of a good leader, dealing favorably and pleasantly with his people and keeping them united. Now in verse 14 we see that he breaks the second staff unity in two to annul the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. Let's talk about that. That's Northern Kingdom and Southern Kingdom. The Northern Kingdom is the ten tribes of the north, the southern kingdom is Yehuda, Judah. And so it's almost like it's a divorce. And we read about that that situation happening in First Kings chapter twelve, where Rehoboam And Jeroboam, there's a kingdom split. And Jeroboam leads the ten tribes of the north to uh, turn their backs upon the southern kingdom, the kingdom of Judah. And so all these centuries, the Jews and the non-Jews of God's people have been at odds with each other. And we've seen horrible things happen. We've seen much persecution against the Jews in the Holocaust, the Crusades, the Inquisition, much of it being done by our spiritual church forefathers in the name of Christianity. But there is a new work that God is doing, and he is now building new bonds, new relationships, new uh, friendships. He's building a bridge to repair the breach, and to take down the wall that has long separated the Northern Kingdom from the Southern Kingdom. Some of that important work is being done by the nations, ninth of Av. You can check out their website. The website is the number 9-av.com and learn more about that important work that is being done. Now I want to jump into Revelation chapter 18. And this is talking about coming out of her, my people, and about the Lord dealing with Babylon. And so in chapter 18, verse 4, it is written, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. Now I've pondered this verse a long time. And it's also found in other places in the Bible, to come out of her, my people. And what does that really mean? I believe it's a process, but it's also a moment in time that is yet to come. Coming out of her is coming out of the Babylonian world system. And what is this Babylonian system? system. Well, Babylon is like a giant octopus with many, many tentacles. And the tentacles reach into our economy, into our politics, into our food system, and definitely into our healthcare system, um, into our churches, uh, into our media and communications. It's everywhere. It's like you're swimming in it. And so we can do the best we can to come out of her, you know, and whatever that looks like for you, it may be different than for me. Um, for some who cross over and who leave the Sunday church world and begin keeping the Sabbath and the feasts and meeting with a fellowship, whether it's a home group or a congregation somewhere on the Sabbath, That's coming out of her, my people. Out of the pollution, the mixture. Babylon means confusion and it means mixture. It kind of um, really goes back to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That tree is mixture. There's good and evil mixed in there. But I do believe that there is a moment in time yet to come where God is saying literally to us, come out of her, my people. So it's a place. Babylon is not just a system, but there's a place of Babylon where he's saying, come out of her because she is going to be judged. Babylon is going to be judged. So I, I'm thinking that this verse can also be a re- reference to when it's time to leave, the cities and go gather with your mishpokah, your fellowship group. Um, And it's the beginning of the greater Exodus. It's the beginning of the great tribulation. And what is the main trigger to that event? Well, there's a lot of things, but one of the main triggers is when the mark of the beast comes into play and it's fully deployed and we cannot participate in the marketplace any longer because we will not take the mark of the beast. That's a sign that we are beginning the great tribulation, that it's time to come out of her, my people, and to gather with your mishpochah and to begin the greater Exodus journey. Now, what's very interesting is in this chapter, it talks about the merchants of the earth and how the merchants were made rich from this Babylon harlot. And so when the uh, Babylon is judged and taken down, the merchants uh, weep and they wail and they say, Alas, that great city, she was clothed in fine linen, purple scarlet, decked with gold, stones and pearls. In one hour, her great riches came to nothing. So who is this Babylon and what's going on? Let's take a look at verse 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall no more be heard at all in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. Who are these merchants? Well, let's find out a little more about them. For by their sorceries were all nations deceived. By their sorceries. Now that word sorceries in the Greek is pharmacia. Pharmacia, kind of sounds like pharmacy or pharmaceuticals. And what is the main dominant theme going on right now in our world? We see big pharma pushing and promoting these. I won't call them vaccines because they are not vaccines. I'll call them jabs. They're bioweapons, actually. They're full of poison, and they do great damage and harm, and many, many people have died from them. Um, so what about these vaccines? Pharmakia, and they're getting rich from it. Well, let's take a look at the news. Raking in the COVID profits, Moderna Bigwigs make debut in Forbes top four hundred richest Americans. This is from october the eleventh of twenty twenty one, found in NewsTarget.com. Three key figures from Moderna have made it to the list of top four hundred richest people in America. Chairman Nobar Afeyan, board member Robert Langer, and early investor Timothy Springer each made their debut in this year's tally produced by business magazine Forbes. They each own a stake in the biotech company, which has logged in billions of dollars in vaccine sales as the virus spread and seen its shares soar last year. Okay, and here's another news story concerning these big pharma executives and the billions that they're making in profits. And we're now talking, um, they're talking right now that they're recommending a fifth booster shot in six months. So, of course, these booster shots are going to go on indefinitely. Uh, now, this was, this comes from lifesightnews.com. The headline reads, COVID-19 vaccine billionaires are the human face of huge profits and monopoly control. Tax-funded, liability-free, you can't sue them if you have any adverse reaction or if you die, they cannot be sued. With a $1 billion government advertising campaign for their experimental products, vaccine CEOs are raking in billions and refuse to give up patents. This is from May 25th of 2021 from LifeSite News. Topping the list of new billionaires on Forbes' list are the CEOs of COVID vaccine makers Moderna and BioNTech, the partner of Pfizer's vaccine. Moderna's executives, Stéphane Bansel and BioNTech's Uger Sahin, each have wealth of at least $4 billion. They joined two of Moderna's billionaire founding investors and the company's chair, as well as the CEO of a company with a deal to manufacture and package the Moderna vaccine, according to an analysis by the People's Vaccine Alliance, a group that includes Oxfam, UNAIDS, Global Justice Now, and Amnesty International. Three other new vaccine billionaires are co-founders of the Chinese vaccine company CanSino Biologics, bringing the total to nine new coronavirus vaccine billionaires to join eight older COVID-19 vaccine billionaires. Okay, so we see in the news that this really does fit that verse. For your merchants were the great men of all the earth. For by your sorceries were all nations deceived. For by your sorceries, okay, sorceries as pharmakia, were all nations deceived. Okay, so we see that this jab does not stop the transmit or the spread of the of the virus. In fact, many of the hospitals in Israel and in America that are getting filled up with sick patients are people who have been vaccinated. There's many news stories about, you know, a famous person who's fully vaccinated, fully boosted, coming down with COVID. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that in the news. Somebody who's fully vaccinated, fully boosted, they get COVID, they get sick. And they are the ones ending up in the hospital, not the unvaccinated. So these vaccines don't work. And people are getting sick from them. They're getting myocarditis. They're having heart attacks. They're having strokes. It's causing all kinds of adverse events. Anaphylactic shock, neurological damage, fibromyalgia, uh, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. All kinds of problems. So it's like a soft kill and a slow kill. And by them, their nations are deceived. Well, the mainstream media is running their narrative, and they're and they're saying in their narrative, "Oh, these these shots are safe and they're effective, and do your part, help protect the people around you." And that's the big fat lie. They're not telling the truth. They're not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy, experimental gene therapy. It has mRNA in it, and the mRNA changes your DNA permanently. And it causes your own body to produce spike protein. So, we are living out this verse in living color right now. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, and by your sorceries were all nations deceived. They haven't been judged yet, but they will be. Revelation 18 promises us and reveals to us that these merchants that are raking in the profits and becoming billionaires at the expense of people dying, at the expense of women who are pregnant miscarrying their babies, they will be judged by God. So, beloved, I believe we are living very close to the end of this present age and the new age to come that Yeshua himself will usher in. So may we remember to come out of her, my people, that you do not be partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. Father, I pray blessings upon those who have a heart to hear and listen and receive your word. May you continue to guard and protect us in our minds and in our hearts and in our spirits. Protect us from the evil one. Protect us from these plagues. Protect us. And Father, please provide. Provide for your people. I know many have suffered. Many have been terminated from their jobs for refusing to take the jab. Many have quit or retired early rather than take the jab and has cost much in sacrifice. Father, I pray that you will provide for your people, that you will encourage your people, that you will lift your people up. We cry out to you for justice. We cry out to you to put a stop to this modern-day Holocaust. Please put a stop to it, Father, and hold the key principal parties that are behind this. Hold them accountable, Lord. Hold them accountable. So many are suffering. We love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Adonai do na ha Adonai hesh muraka vikun Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter six twenty four to twenty six. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.